Keely Fiona Ace here, reporting to you from the Pit of Despair, Illinois, where dad's step-parents have no rights. You want to hear how it actually is being a step-parent. This is the podcast for you. I'm going to give you the skinny of how stepmoms have no rights when it comes to decision-making, the day-to-day, the big events, all of that stuff. I'm also going to give you the skinny of how the joys of being a step-parent and making that decision to sacrifice your hopes, your dreams, all your finances for these children that you have no rights to. Being a step-parent isn't all like the celebrities make it look. Happy blended families, rainbows, unicorns, fluff flowers, mermaids. It's war. You're in the trenches every day. My relentless reality at times is hilarious from an outsider's perspective. I want to give you guys a glimpse as a stepmom of several years now. My mistakes, my mishaps, my missteps, my successes. I would love for a stepmom listening to take what I've said and maybe not do what I've done. You need a guidebook in being a step parent and being a parent in general. That's what I'm here for. I'm just, I'm a Midwestern gal out here in the pit of despair, letting you guys know that you're not the only one in this foxhole fighting the good fight for those children that aren't even really yours in the eyes of the law. I have changed all the names, events, sports, school activities, ages, all of that jazz, so nobody can come after me in court. Deep, 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 disclaimer. And the skinny of it is what it should be in the court of law is parent A and parent B. There should be no gender because at the end of the day, the kids should be with the parent they spend the most time with. So tune in every week if you need a good laugh or if you need some advice and know that you're not alone because I am down in the foxhole with you. I am right there with the noose around my neck. We got this. No chick flick moments. (laughs) All right, you guys, it is October. That means a whole new month of super awesome holidays. October 23rd is National Boston Cream Pie Day and National iPod Day. Why? Why? October 24th is National Food Day and National Kangaroo Awareness Day. Okay. It's also United Nations Day. October 25th is National Greasy Foods Day and World Opera Day. Woo! I can't do opera. And National I Care About You Day. Again, going back to the step-parent role and the parent role, your kids, let them know you care about them, that you see them, that you love them. October 26th is National Pumpkin Day, which I feel like pumpkin spice is on overload, like at the end of October. So I feel like National Pumpkin Day is a little bit behind being on October 26th. It's also National Pitbull Awareness Day. One of my best friends has a pitbull. I absolutely love boots. October 27th is Navy Day and National American Beer Day. Woohoo, beer! October 28th is Bandana Day. Plush Animal Lovers Day, considering my daughter, and I'm sure many of you collect Squishmallows. <laughs> That's like her every day. It's also National Breadstick Day and National First Responders Day, which I feel like if you're a first responder, that's like your everyday. It's also Frankenstein Friday. Yes. Walk this way, Frankenstein. I love, I'm sorry, I love Mel Brooks movies. Here we are in Verbal Vomitville. Yeah, Lily is still spilling her guts all over my living room. And I'm here to tell you all about it because... That's what I do. You guys got to know what step parenthood is actually like. And this is this is the podcast for you. If you have friends that are thinking about becoming a step parent, they might want to tune in because they might change their mind. But anyways, 
getting into it. So, you guys remember episodes a while ago about my uh, airing grievances through text messages, which you do not do. But I predicted in these text messages what is happening right now. Now, to give you a refresher, in case you don't want to go back and listen, but just the gist of it, here's the deal. I texted my oldest daughter's boyfriend's mother. Yes, say that five times fast. Oldest daughter's boyfriend's mother. The one who fucked a guy in a Popeye's bathroom that I did a podcast episode about earlier as well. Tune into that one, too. She's a real gem. Man, this bitch. Like, don't even get me started. I texted her a year ago. A little over a year ago. Saying that her son needs to wrap it twice. Make sure my daughter is on birth control. Because they will have sex. They will lose their virginities to each other. And she will trap him. And take all of the money that his father, who passed away way too early in life, unfortunately for him, because now his son is trapped by his stupid, concubus mother, and she's going to take him up for everything because she's going to get pregnant and keep the baby and do exactly like her mother did because she's done everything that her mother's done so far. So here we go. Lily is verbal vomiting all over my living room, and my husband and I are just sitting there like, scratch that. My husband was not there. My husband was at work. He got called out, so he was out, out working. And so she's just spilling her guts to me, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I can't record this, but oh, my goodness. Like, I can't keep track. Okay, let me write this shit down. Like, immediately after she talks, I have to go come in my office and just write and write and write so I remember everything. It's ridiculous. So about a month ago, Lily is at her grandmother's house because her mother doesn't accept responsibility. She just takes all of her money and leaves the kids at her grandmother's house anyways but i digress so a month ago lily is laying on the couch in the room at her grandmother's house because she's not in the bedroom that the two girls share why is she not in the bedroom i may ask well let me tell you i will i will she gets woken up to all of these text messages from this stupid todd todd is texting Lily going, your grandma's trying to get into the room. She's trying to get into the room. Your sister left. She's trying to get into the room. If you guys are paying attention, all of the things that I said in the text message have come true except for the baby part, which we all know will. I don't want it to come true, but we got three generations here of women getting pregnant out of wedlock, taking the guy to court, and raking him across the coals. Do I really think it's going to go different for the fourth? No, I do not. I'm not stupid. She answers him. Now, granted, I don't know if this is true. I would love to know if this is true. She goes, how is this my problem? In true 11-year-old fashion, laying in bed, it's not time for, like, she doesn't have school. I don't know what was going on because she couldn't remember what day it was. But he's over at their house at 9 o'clock in the morning. Why is he there? Because her sister let him in the night before. There's two grandmothers that live there. And neither of them know that their great-granddaughter, yes, great-granddaughter, lost their virginity right underneath their fucking noses. You think she's been honest with her mother? You think her mother's put her on the pill? I do not think so. I do not believe so because we get a bill every time they go to the doctor and she doesn't have a gynecologist bill. I'm going to be a grandmother by the time I'm 45 is what I'm betting. I'm 39 now. I mean, I'm. this is ridiculous. There should be a black market parent, like, betting ring for step parents because I would have raked in a million fucking dollars. I said over a year ago, she's going to lose her virginity at her grandmother's house. And you're not like, you're not going to be paying attention. I said this to Todd's mother, the one who fucks in a Popeye's bathroom. Get this though. You guys, here's the frosting on the goddamn fucking cookie. The bitch knows 
not the mother, not the concubus that I hate so much. Todd's mom knows. Lily tells me Todd's mom knows that they're having sex. And to get Todd to do what she wants, she just threatens to tell concubus. Are you kidding me? You are a parent before you're a friend. You are a parent before you're a friend, period. Until they are 26 years old, you are a parent before you are a friend. She is manipulating her own child. This is so beyond fucked up. And get this, though. It goes down to the skinny of it, to the depths of grossness that these women are. They have this disgusting need to feel needed so badly that they will let their children get pregnant, impregnate somebody else, so then that child still needs them. And guess what? Now the baby needs them. So now they've made themselves irreplaceable. Is beyond fucked up. So now you got my stepdaughter that she's going to have to depend on her mother. Oh, we're going to involve the two grandmothers because they're at fault here. She's going to depend on fucking Todd's mom. So these women can continue to quote unquote feel needed instead of going out and making their own fucking money, getting a fucking hobby or doing something for themselves that doesn't involve taking men to court just because they popped a baby out of their vagina. Every mammal can do it. Why am I giving you $800 a month because you did something my cat can do under the stairs in a box? These women's desperate need to feel needed trumps their kids' mental health, physical health, and their innocence. She let this happen. She knew it was happening. She knows it's happening now. And she's using it as a bargaining chip to make him do his laundry, to make sure he does this, to make sure he does that. And my 11-year-old knows all of this. You know, she's taking this in like a sponge going, oh, is this how relationships are? Is this how it's supposed to be? Am I supposed to lie for my sister? Am I supposed to keep this a secret? Not if you're going to be an aunt at the age of 11. Here's the skinny of it, you guys. You have to have the talk with your kids. It's gross. It's awkward. But you have to. Because teen pregnancy is real. Bitches using their vaginas and the power of the court system in Illinois, the fucking court system in Illinois, to get money that's not even used on the children. Because my fucking concubus is in Florida right now on her 64th vacation in the last eight years. So cheers to my misery. Email me at keelyace at gmail.com. Please, your thoughts, your prayers, tips, cash, whatever you want to send me, your stories, I would love to hear from you.